Patience in the Waiting by Betsy St. Amant Haddix, read by Ellie Johnson. Saul rose from the ground, and although his eyes were opened, he saw nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And for three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. Acts 9, 8-9 We live in what some have dubbed a microwave culture, expecting everything right now. How many times have we tapped our feet and sighed while waiting for a frozen pizza to microwave for three minutes? <laughs> Guilty. As believers, we often tend to project that impatience onto the bigger callings in our life, too. We're not only impatient for the microwave to beep, we're also impatient for God to come through on His promises. We assume if God gives us instructions, they must come to pass immediately, or the instructions weren't real. Or we assume that if God calls us, He'll make the path easy from there on. It didn't quite work that way for Abraham and Sarah, though, did it? In that same vein, I can't help but think of Saul in Acts 9. He encountered something miraculous on the road to Damascus, a bright light and a commanding holy voice. His mission of destruction was interrupted and intercepted by Christ himself. After announcing who he was, Jesus gave Saul instructions. Acts 9, 6, But rise and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. But Acts 8-9 through 9 shows us that Saul remained blind for three days. I can't imagine what was going through Saul's mind during those three days. He was obviously distraught. He didn't eat or drink. Maybe he was sorting through the guilt of all he had done to Christians and all he had done against the Lord. Maybe he was startled, in some sort of physical shock from the encounter with the divine. He might have been terrified still. Regardless, Saul had no way of knowing that off-scene Ananias was being prompted to enter stage left. There's always more to the story, my friend. Whether you're waiting for test results, for healing, for restoration of relationships, or for answers, there's always more happening than what you know. As believers, we get to rest on the glorious promise of Romans 8.28, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. If Saul remained true in that moment to what we know of his later character as Paul, I would guess he was probably impatient to get the show on the road. How could he obey the Lord when the Lord wasn't providing the next step? Did he doubt that he heard correctly? Did he wonder if it was all a big cosmic joke? Or was he trusting, if not a little impatiently, that God would bring forth what he promised? Where are you right now during your own personal three days? Are you trusting, believing God's will is best and perfect even when it looks a little bleak and shadowy? Or are you impatiently trying to run ahead and force things to happen on your own timetable? Here's the best part. Ananias obeyed next. He followed his instructions despite being afraid for his life and went to Saul. The scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see. He had clarity of mind and mission. The rest of Acts 9 tells us after Saul regained his sight, he was baptized, ate, and got his strength back. Now he was ready for the next step, but without those three days in the dark, would the transformation of Saul's heart have been complete? Nothing is ever wasted, dear reader. If you're wondering if you heard the Lord correctly today, if you're doubting that you understood the mission or the calling, if the door the Lord opened suddenly closed in your face, just wait. Be patient. Trust. Immerse yourself in the scriptures and see what he brings next. You just might be waiting on Ananias. 
Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to iTunes and rate and review our podcast. It really does help people find us. This episode was produced by our managing editor, Kelly Givens, and recorded and edited by Stephen Sanders. Be sure to come back tomorrow as we examine more of God's Word. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.